Hello, Tomies, and good new year. I am DM Dave with Solemn's Column, Volume 7. So to start off this Solemn's Column, we are have a few announcements to get to, and then I have a special little message I wanted to share with you guys with a sneak peek for, for a DM Dave's deep dive. So let's get into our announcements. The first announcement I'd like to make is about our mailbag. We have a second annual mailbag coming up for our second year anniversary coming up here in February. However, the due date for all those questions will be January 31st. And you can write us in and ask us pretty much anything. Something about the podcast, something about us, about our characters. We already have quite a few questions, but we still want more. So if you want to ask us a question... Reach out to us through our email would be the best one at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. There you can write us and say, this is my question for the mailbag. You can also do it over Twitter or Instagram, but the best bet that it gets on the docket is through the email. Again, that is chaosbardpod at gmail.com. Our second announcement here is we're going to SaltCon here in Utah. It'll be in Layton, Utah, March 2nd through the 5th of 2023, this year. It's only like about two months away, so there's still a lot of preparation I need to do. <laughs> I will be running some games there. I am starting to narrow down what time and what days I'm going to be there, so I'll keep you guys posted on our socials and also here on Solemn's Column and our Discord as well. If you'd like to join our Discord, it's in the show notes. Click on there and join us there. I will also be part of a panel there, and da, 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 it'll be Saturday at noon, 12 o'clock p.m. There I will be with Derek from How Not to DM, Thomas from iCast Fireball, Caden from Knocked Prone, and Haley and Weston from Party of Two. We're so excited to be with them and talk about how the TTRPG environment has changed since actual plays became such a big thing, and also some DM advice and advice on how to communicate with your players better we're so excited we've been talking about these topics and man i you guys are going to have fun i hope you guys can come join us for those we tomes of the chaos bard will have a table there for you guys to come chit chat with us and possibly buy some merch we're excited to meet you guys and some of the people that i'm on the panel with they've agreed to come chill out there once in a while too so if you want to meet some of them come hang out at our table You'll most likely be able to see them after the panel on Saturday. So if you want to meet some of these other lovely people, come then. All right, so that takes care of all the announcements that we have. Now it's time for kind of the meat of Solemn's Column. The meat this time, it's going to be a little different than previous Solemn's Columns. The other Solemn's Columns, we'd be advertising, you know, our Ko-Fi page, which I still would be advertising a little bit of that with my DM deep dive here. And this, it's it's interesting to me, well, I guess I'll get into the story here of why I'm deciding to do Solemn's Column this way with a little message instead of our normal advertising get up. So a couple months ago, I was thinking about doing like a, a, like a fireside chat with you guys and just express, you know, some little thoughts of wisdom that I've had kicking in my mind the last couple months. And just thanking you guys for an amazing two years that we've had so far. And I was like, no, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't, you know, kicking it. And then I got a message on Discord in our Discord chats. And I was like, hey, DM Dave, it's a new year. Happy new year. 
do you have any inspiration for us this year? And it kind of was like, huh, I'd, I wonder if I did. So I sent a message out there in the Discord, and it really pushed me to do that kind of a message here on Solemn's Column. Our, our podcast has been out for two years now. It's wow. And on top of that, we have broken 30,000 downloads in two years. That is amazing for a podcast to achieve, especially a pod, an actual play podcast that is in a saturated podcast realm of actual plays. And it's just so much gratitude we have here for you guys, for our listeners. It's overwhelming to know the support that you guys have given us. And it's really made me reflect on times that I wanted to quit. Times that I wanted to, you know, it was just too overwhelming. I didn't have time to do it. I didn't have time. We, as, you know, players and not having enough time to do the quality that we wanted to do and sent out episodes that we weren't really happy with, but for the time constraints that we had, that's just the best that we could do at the time. But you guys keep coming back and you guys keep giving us inspiration and emailing us and messaging us on Discord and just any any social media help of just thanking us for and telling us we're doing a good job. It's been we're just so grateful for it. I don't think you guys realize how much that means to us as content create well not content creators but entertainers I would consider ourselves and I'll give you one small little story about how much it meant to me I think it, it was back a couple months when we first started and we were starting getting you know we didn't we realized the podcast was going to take a lot of time but we didn't realize that it would take 8 10 12 hours to produce one episode and at the time when we started beginning, I think it was four or five months in, and we started off strong. We started about 300 downloads in a month, and we were super ecstatic. And then we went up to like 400, then we went up to 600, and then we dropped down to like 250. And the next month was 277, and I was just like, what the heck happened? You know, we're doing everything we can. What what happened? And it was one of those times as I wanted to quit. It's like, I'm not seeing any fruit of my labors. I was very overwhelmed. Around this time, our melodramas kicked up. So, you know, we're trying to memorize lines and memorize blocking and memorize our songs. And I was just getting so over overwhelmed. Plus, we couldn't record for the podcast during that time because we were so busy with the melodrama. Me, Elsie, and Abby were in the middle of melodrama season. So we didn't have time to record and we were getting behind on episodes and, you know, we were just, I was just super stressed because I wanted to be consistent. And I remember one night I was talking to my dad, you know, venting to my dad about the stress of everything. Like I'm not seeing any, any fruits of my labor. Like there's nothing here. We're not getting very many feedback the people that you know we talk to, we're just not getting any positive reinforcements from this, and it's getting kind of stressful and hard. But I remember specifically talking to my dad about this, and I received a text. 
And this text was from my nephew. And all it said was, is, hey, Uncle Dave, I love your podcast. I'm really enjoying it. Keep up the good work. And I remembered, you know, tearing up in front of my dad. And he's, and I read him the text and I was just like, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. And I remember my dad smiling. He's like, see, see what happens when you're patient. (laughs) And from that point, you know, there's been times that I've been overwhelmed. We've all been overwhelmed here at Tomes of the Chaos Bard for one reason or another, because we all have families too. We have other lives going on. But getting that reinforcement from you guys has been life-saving. It's given us that extra boost that we've needed to get through the hard times. And I hope that our podcast has done that for you too. We set out to do this podcast to bring an escape to your problems. Uh, Some entertainment for when you guys are lonely or sad. To let you guys know that, hey, yeah, we're going through some rough times now. But we always have hope. We always have some drive to have more joy in our lives. And that was one thing we wanted to share with everybody through our little story. And so just as much as you guys has helped us, reaching out to us, thanking us, and just telling us to keep up the good work, I hope we're doing the same for you. That we're helping you be inspired. That we're helping you have hope and have a better day. When I received that simple little text from my nephew, it changed my outlook on this podcast. It really helped me understand what kind of success I wanted to have with this podcast. Because, you know, when we first started, we wanted to, at least in my mind, my kind of goal was I wanted people to recognize us and for us to be popular. Not for the glory or anything, but more for getting our entertainment out there and getting our story out there for you guys to entertain. My goal, my main goal was to have tons of people listen to it, everybody like it, and thumbs up for me. (laughs) But it was a humbling experience to get through those few months that we were just like, we were going up and up and then suddenly we dropped. And it's when I received that text from my nephew, like I said, it really put my thoughts in perspective on what success is. Success for me now is messages like that. If I can get some little kid to message me and just give me a thumbs up, just telling me that, you know, thank you for bringing a bright spot in my life. That's the success I need. That's the success that we love here at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. And we have received several of those messages of, hey guys, thank you for being family friendly so I can listen to it with my kids. Thank you for sharing your story, your talents with us. 
we have received so many of those messages and from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. It's meant the world to us and it's let us, (laughs) it's given us the energy to continue this. And we've even added a few more things for you on the Ko-Fi page. (laughs) Little plug there. (laughs) But we just wanted to say thank you for that. Our success is full, but yet we continue to grow and we continue to better ourselves because of you guys. Doing, I'm going to, doing the deep dives, right? I get to go back into the past, look at all these different things that, listen to our audio and stuff and see where we came from and where we are now. It's amazing. And you guys have been with us through this whole ride. And we thank you for that. Thank you for the five-star reviews. Thank you for the uplifting messages. Thank you for just saying hi to us on Discord and sharing our stuff with your family and friends. Our success is because of you. We continue to have this desire to do this podcast because of you. You mean something to us. So thank you. Well, I don't know much what else to say about that, but I love you guys. And I hope you guys have such an amazing year this year. 2023 is going to be an amazing year for you and for us. But I mentioned a while before about being able to reflect back on some things and and learn. So in this particular instance, I do have a DM deep dive for you guys. In this DM deep dive, it is the end part of my deep dive for episodes seven and eight. Now, seven and eight were a difficult one for me. Not necessarily seven, but definitely eight. It was. It's one that haunts me, and I'm trying to get over it. <laughs> it was one episode that I was not looking forward to doing when I got to the deep dive of that part, but it was very enlightening and inspiring once I went into the deep dive of it, listening to it a couple times and learning from it. So I won't talk more about it. You listen to Past DMD, Dave, about Chapter 8 specifically. Enjoy. Okay, so now we get to Chapter 8. And I'll tell you what, I was not looking forward to listening to Chapter 8. And here's why. Chapter 8 took two and a half hours for us to record. It was long. It was boring. It was frustrating. And I was not looking forward to listening to this episode. There's a lot of things that went wrong in this episode. but And it's left a very bad taste in my mouth. So I was regretting doing this. And I'll explain a little bit more as we get to certain points of the story. First off, I was really nervous about leaving the hollow. As a DM and as a player, I don't like travel. I know the importance of traveling in in game. It, it sets up different stories. You can find random encounters. You can find random people on the road. But a lot of times I feel that it's, 
drags too long. I've been a part of games where we're traveling for a month and we have to roll perception checks every day and we have to set up night watch every night and it just drags on and on and on. And I didn't want that to happen. However, I've been part of games where during your travels, you find out new things. You're able to have character development. You're able to have um, bonding time during those travels because of certain encounters or certain things will come up and you can have a conversation with another character and you grow closer together. So I knew the importance of having travel. And so I tried to come up with a balance. So what I did is I'm like, okay, I'm going to have them roll some dice, percentage dice to be exact. If they hit between a certain range, nothing happens. A few days go on. Let's roll again. And then have it some planned random encounters. I think planned random encounters need to be happen more often. They're random because you don't know which encounter is going to happen. And when I say encounters, it doesn't have to be a battle. It's just something that happens, whether it's something they find, whether it's someone they run into, or it could be a battle. So when I say encounters, it's not a battle necessarily. It could be something that just occurs, something they get to witness or see. So I had some of those planned. And I let the dice decide when we ran into those things or if we ran into them at all. They weren't necessarily important to the story, but there were certain ones that I wanted to happen. Nevelton was one of those situations. Um, before I continue on too much into Nevelton, so that's how I decided to do my travels. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be random, but I did want it to be random on my terms because a lot of people love the random charts where they just roll and something happens but it, it really makes me panic a little bit because if I roll something and then I'm like, oh no, now here comes two mana cores coming in. I don't have mana cores in my world right now or if I ever will. So why why would they be there? You know, in my logical mind, I have to have an ex a reason why something happened. So that's why I really like the random encounters, but they're my random encounters that I came up with so I can explain it in a natural way. But there's certain ones that have to happen. For example, Nevelton. Nevelton was important for them to run into because it shows my players why there's refugees in the hollow. This town has been ransacked. This town has been destroyed. And destroyed by who? They find by the Trigroven because they were able to find Trigroven symbols. And it's important that they find a Trigroven symbol, which we'll get into later. This is another part of when I was planning that I wanted to happen, right? During travel, during certain things, players love to loot. They love to see what's there. However, when I was listening to this episode, the loot took forever. Ever. <laughs> I don't like when we were first playing it, I don't remember the loot taking this long. I I felt that the travel was what was taking us forever. But it's listening to it now, it was the loot. 
that took us a long time to figure out. The root loot is is random. I have little cards that have numbers on them. I have a plan that if my players get a certain number on their investigation checks, they get a certain amount of cards. And one of the things I was able to tie into a later story is those assassin contracts. Those are important for later when uh, they meet Ivan later on down the road. And also they're important to the Chaos Chronicle, our first one. But later on down the road, I'll mention a little bit more about that. Just keep that in mind. The random random loot that Roscoe finds about the assassination contracts, which he didn't know they were at the time, I was able to tie in later. But listening to this episode has made me really think about how I could do loot better. It took too long. The loot took too long. It was kind of boring to listen to, and I was even a part of it, you know? (laughs) It was boring to listen to, and I'm sure a lot of you found it boring too. But I don't want to lose the aspect of loot. I still want to give my players loot. I still want you guys to hear what loot they find. It's just going to take a little tweaking on the editing side slash on the giving out side to make that more the flow a little better. So that was one thing I learned listening to it that... I need to do a little better. So that took a while and we wanted to, so we continued on with our next, next day. As they traveled, they ran, they saw in the distance, some flags that were standing around. It was a little too dark at night, so they couldn't tell what was going on. And I had it planned. This was another planned random encounter of them running into a group out there. And I was hoping it being dark that they would kind of just, oh, there's more people out there. Let's go say hi. Let's go encounter them. And by the time they get there, it's a little too late for them to like run away and and hide. But so that's what I was hoping would happen, that they would get to talk to them and find out who they are and everything and have that be revealed that, hey, yeah, we're bounty hunters out here. We're looking for somebody. Actually, you guys look very kind of seemed familiar to the bounties that were after. I kind of wanted it to go that way. But they ended up camping farther away from from the other campsite, and in the morning, they realized they recognized the banners. This is why it was important in Nevelton that they were able to find a symbol of the Trigroven, because they had Trigroven flags around their campsite. And that was one of those things as a DM if you want something to be important, you need to plant several seeds. Because I knew if they saw the flags around there and they saw the symbols, they wouldn't necessarily go near it. And that's exactly what happened. I did not. And so I tried to draw them in, right? I tried to be like, hey, you in the distance. I was trying to draw them in. Why would somebody speaking English and not coming after us or speaking common and not coming after us? Why would they be interested? But Boudreaux was interested, <laughs> but they turned around and skedaddled. And so I was like, oh, darn, that that didn't work out how I was planned. I was a little frustrated about that. I really wanted them to run into the bounty hunters and have that conversation with them. But I was like, all right, oh, well, let's see if I can maybe throw it in later. And now we get to another night to another planned random encounter, the null fight. By this time, we get to the null fight. You know, as I mentioned, we took a lot of time with the loot. 
there's been a lot of, we are getting tired by this point. I think we had been recording for about an hour, but because of the loot, we knew we had to record more content because we didn't want that whole loot thing in there. As I mentioned before, it's a little boring with all the repeating of, of the items that they received. So we're like, okay, maybe we can get through this battle. It shouldn't be too tough of a battle, but it ended up, we ended up recording it for an hour and a half. And I was so frustrated. I was so upset with myself during this. And I'll, here's a learning, something important for you guys who are planning games, DMing games, can learn from my mistake here. I thought a mounted combat would be fun. But I did not look up the rules for mounted combat. So a lot of it was very frustrating to my players because it was like, oh no, this I had to make up rules on the on the go. And my players were getting very frustrated with what they could do and what they couldn't do. One rule that I thought was the correct rule and eventually learned that it wasn't after the fact is that to get on and off your mount, it's it's your movement. It's not an action to get up and down. And so that really hindered what they could do. So a lot of them stayed on their horse because they didn't want to get up and down, which caused some of their horses to die, which was another frustrating thing that some of my players <laughs> told me that they were mad about. Like I said, we were all tired and I was getting frustrated because I didn't know how to do mounted combat. Plus it's dark and trying to make it unique, you know, doing animal handling checks for their horses because their horses aren't combat ready, which is another frustrating thing that my players had. It turned into a mess. And this is a big reason why I have such a bad taste to this episode is because of the mounted combat and the combat in general that was taking way too long. As you remember in the podcast, in the episode, listening to it, <laughs> nobody was rolling well. And that always makes a combat really long too, when everybody's missing and nobody can land a hit. So it just drags on and on and on. So we were getting about to the hour and a half mark of just the battle. Like I said, the, in total, this chapter eight took about two and a half hours to record. And I get, it came to a point like, okay, we got to wrap this up. It's getting late. Everybody's frustrated. We need to wrap this up quick. And that's when the thought of, oh, those bounty hunters are still out there. Let's see if I can bring them in. And so I, I told my players, hey, let's just take a five-minute break real fast. I have an idea. Just give me, just give me a minute to think. And it was... There's nothing wrong with doing that in the middle of a game, especially when emotions are high to be like, okay, let's take a five, 10 minute break. Let me think on some things and let's start in just a second. And that's what I did. And it worked out really well. It's another example of though things go poorly, mistakes happen, that something really good can come from it. Having the bounty hunters, because I wanted them to encounter the group and have them have a conversation, why not have the bounty hunters save the character's butt? Save my heroes. And so that's what I did. And it turned out, as we get into future episodes in the deep dive, it really helped 
the story move forward. It really helped the characters bond in future. If this wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't have the story that we have now. So though listening back on this episode, this is what I've learned though. This episode still, it's still an episode that I don't like. I very much dislike this episode, but it has made me a better DM. It ha- I see the value of having such a bad episode, a bad recording, a bad session, we'll say, that I was able to go back to it and listen to it. I was regretting listening to chapter eight. I didn't want to, but I learned a lot from it. Hindsight from where I'm at now and looking back, I can see where I've learned and where I've grown and some other aspects of where I need to continue to grow and learn to let me know that I'm on the right track to better plan my combats, (laughs) making sure that I know what's going on so we don't end up with another stressful situation like this one. Listening back, I realized that that it wasn't the travel that made this session so long. I thought it was. In hindsight, you know, Thinking about it before I listened to this one, it was like, oh, this one's just a long, boring one because of the travel. The travel took forever and the battle. But actually, through the miracle of editing, Zeb was able to clean up that battle really well. And so it flowed really well. But it was the loot that really slowed things down, slowed the story down. So it helped me learn, okay, what are some different ways to give out loot? What is better ways to make this flow a little better? So I guess moral of the story is don't be too hard on yourself for any mistakes that you make. A lot of times when I make mistakes, I get pretty down on myself. But one quality that I, that I possess is that I'm able to get down on myself for a little bit, but then get up and be like, okay, how can I make this not happen again? You know, it's that pride that drives me sometimes. It's like, hey, I hate making mistakes. So how can I not make this mistake again? And re-listening to this episode has taught me, yes, I have improved. Yes, I have been doing better. And it was, I, I enjoyed this episode because of that aspect. Showing, yeah, I hate this episode because of my failures, but look where I'm at now. I'm such a better DM because of those mistakes. And this is life advice as well. Don't let your failings get you down too much. We all make mistakes, but we also have people there to help us. My players really helped me get out of that rut that I had in that episode. A while after we did that episode the next um i had private conversations over messenger with my players about that episode you know me being apologetic you know sorry that it it was such a rough episode but they really said you know what we were all tired we were all this you know we had a good conversation and it was very uplifting for everybody and just going back to the communication with your players if i'd have just left it at that probably wouldn't have gone the next session probably wouldn't have gone as smoothly and so i'm grateful for my understanding players that they know i'm not perfect but they still love 
the game. They still loved being here and still loved playing with each other. So let that be a life lesson to us and for you DMs and players. Be kind to your DMs. <laughs> They're not perfect. They make mistakes. And just let them know that you appreciate them. That a lot of times you don't see eye to eye with them. But keeping that open communication and together we can grow. And there was the teaser for DM Dave's Deep Dive. Thank you guys for listening to the Psalms Column Volume 7. Uh, we again we thank you for all your support and your love check out our ko-fi for more fun things like this one and join our tiers for other special episodes like this one so we'll see you guys next time enjoy your day enjoy your evening sleep well whenever you guys are listening to this and we'll see you next time bye